the game of chess is like a sword fight. You must think first before you move. You're tuned in to the Breaking Red Podcast, the show for rising military leaders who want to trailblaze the future. We tackle the profession of arms with creative solutions to dynamic issues. This isn't your typical leadership course, so be ready to step up your game and define the future. I am your host, Gabriel Gay Brockavilla. Let's go. Hey, what it is, everybody? Welcome back to episode 19, Break a Red Podcast. Gabe Brock on the mic once again. Cold. It's cold. My hands are cold. My feet are cold. I'm downstairs in the basement. If you hear like a very low kind of rumbling, whatever you want to call it, it's the uh, heater in the basement. It's it's a uh, um, it's not behind like an actual door. It's hidden by like a, behind a sliding door, and so it kind of sounds like a big old furnace. But uh, whatever, it's keeping us warm. Um, Overall, a great week. Uh, just finished up a quick trip to New York City with the wifey to meet up with some uh, extended family. Shout out to uh, Crystal and Mike. And uh, it was awesome. We were there for two days. We saw some amazing things. We saw the North and South Pools near, near the 9-11 Memorial. Uh, Christmas overall decorations in New York City is awesome. Uh, we saw the Rockefeller Center. We saw the tree. It was amazing. Didn't go ice skating because I, I didn't want to injure myself, but it looked really cool. Uh, we saw the Rockettes show at the Radio City Music Hall. That was awesome. Very, very impressed by the entire uh, production of it all. Walked over to Central Park. Even got to see the Plaza Hotel. Disappointed because I really wanted to do some Home Alone 2 things like sliding in the lobby and doing my best Tim Curry. Uh, Everybody stay in your rooms. There's a madman on the loose. My whole low crawl with no legs. Uh, but unfortunately, they they uh, um, keep out the riffraff. You're only allowed to go inside the Plaza Hotel if you're a paying customer, which makes sense. But it's sad for me as a Home Alone 2 fan. Uh, possibly uh, within at least a top three of my uh, all-time uh, Christmas movies. And then we saw Times Square, saw the, the, the normal things. We went in then to the, uh, the, the Disney store, the Hershey store, the M&M store, all good stuff within the span of about 48 hours. It was awesome. It was a spur-of-the-moment opportunity because we didn't plan going maybe like two weeks ago. At least I wasn't planning on going. Gina was going to go anyway to go meet up with Crystal, but I just joined at the last minute because I got the days off from work. So spur of the moment, but we planned our priorities to see and do what we wanted to do. Everything pretty much I listed off, and then we filled in the rest with whatever we stumbled upon. For instance, we were going to go try and see Mean Girls, the show, but I don't think they were playing a matinee that day. But we were walking in that general direction, and then I, was, I wanted some pizza. So we found a famous Amadeus pizza on 8th Avenue and Broadway. Hella good. Like It was only like $5 a slice or something like that, and it was, it was really, really good. So um, overall, our planning and lack of planning um, made it a great uh, trip. So on today's episode, speaking of planning, I'm going to be talking about uh, my approach to career planning and my recommendations to you to help build a successful strategy to keep you focused on your job today, yet still plan for your job tomorrow. So I'll say up front, I am not a good career strategist. I don't think it's a word, but it is now. Specifically, I'm not good at doing or staying aware of key things going on in my career and milestones and boards in order to inform a strategy. Um, I'm a, I think it just becomes a thing of where boards are coming up and that I, the, the system is built in to, to remind you like, Oh, Hey, this is the thing is where you're coming up. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. And I go look at the PDG guide, professional development guide for everybody going to school. 
take a look at school. So I'm always prompted as far as here is something that's due for me. Um, and I think maybe the, the transition from uh, the talent marketplace when all the 17s, uh, the, the cyber operations officers moved there, it was just a different, I'm used to just getting either, unfortunately, I'm getting, I was used to getting emails, someone, the wing exec or someone prompting me like, hey, this thing is due two months before the suspense date, so make sure you turn it all in. So uh, the Air Force does do a good job of uh, prompting you of those, but I think more and more it's going to get automated, uh, which is not a bad thing. Um, and it just becomes a thing of they're trying to help you out, which is good because people like me, I need those helps. Um, I only like thinking about my career planning once or twice a year during feedback sessions because um, I just don't really talk about career planning. It, 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 it's a necessary conversation. I just don't like having the conversation. I do prefer the one-on-one -on -one conversations. Um, the paperwork isn't necessary, the uh, what, the ACA form, but uh, I would I would probably say if I was a younger CGO, I definitely would want the paperwork because I need to have, and I have my, my I love me I love me book with all my OPRs and, uh, and feedback forms. I keep them all. And so you can see a trend as far as like some of the things that I've been trying to get better at as a leader. And then, uh, just some of the notes that my, that, uh, whoever supervisors I've worked for, they have given it to me if I ask them. Um, last year, I actually, no, this year, last year, last year, I actually forgot. I had my two year below the zone promotion, um, board coming up. And so for the non-Air Force people, that means that normally I'm on track to, uh, across normal times, I would be eligible for promotion to Colonel Fullbird 06 in the year of 2021. But you get opportunities uh, to have uh, below the zone promotions. And I know that the new system right now is going to eliminate those. I'm a big fan of that as well. And so, uh, um, but I, it was a whole thing. I was focused on doing a promotion recommendation form package for one of the captains in the squadron and then my boss is like hey you're turning yours in too right gabe i was like wait what i had to go look and do the math and then figure it out because either something prompted me or it didn't i don't know i just like oh i guess yeah the, the prompting i only was looking at the system reminding me like hey you are responsible for developing a promotion package for the captain in your squadron i'm like oh okay yeah so that's where our energy was focused on and i must have overlooked the one that like oh yeah you too so because I was he was in the zone, I was below the zone. So it just kind of caught me off guard. They're like, oh, yeah, that's the thing I have to do. So but that's the reason why um, I don't focus on about it, because not only do the systems, uh, <clears throat> not only do the systems help remind me of what's coming up. I have great supervisors uh, throughout my career that did a great job of taking care of me. So I I wanted to pour my energy in taking care of the teams assigned to me and the missions we were responsible for. And then once or twice a year is where my supervisor and I would talk about exactly what are the next steps that uh, need we need to be uh, taking action towards. So um, developing your plan with a supervisor is, is definitely a thing you should be doing. And I would say that you probably want to draw something out for... I would look at it from a five-year perspective to where you, you take into account the last two or three assignments, and then you plan forward the next two or three um, years. I'm sorry, past two or three years and look forward to the next two, three years. That could be across one or two or three assignments, depending on what kind of uh, steps you have, you go to school or whatever it is. But the point is that you're, you're trying to take some near-term information, see what you've done and what you accomplished, and then what is the next step for you. And so overall, all of these performance plans, they have to be earned. They're not given. Just because you write it down and be like, well, I'm clearly going to be a staff officer. I'm clearly going to um, become a DO or squadron commander at this time. That's not a, that's not a guarantee just because you write it down. You have to make sure you're working towards that, but at least you and your supervisor have a, uh, a unified plan of this is what we think is going to be the right direction for you. And so instead of 
being like me and forgetting like when your boards, either promotion or school boards coming on, you should use a tool that just auto calculates all of these things for you. And so the 17 Delta community has a great example. Um, I recently shared with my leadership at JVXU Doden. So I just pulled it off of the 17 Delta um, assignments page. And so if you're on, if you're Air Force type, you can go ahead and, and find it on Mill Suite. Um, eventually, I'll, I'll probably put a link to this on uh, my, my website when I relaunch it. Or you can email me at my uh, um, my dis- uh, mail.mil or af.mil, us.af.mil. So, or just message me on, on Facebook. I'll get a copy of it to you. But it's really cool. It's just a, Adobe PDF. You plug in exactly when and where you want the timing to start. It autofills some of the boards and everything for you. And then you have to manually put in the rest of your stuff. Your, your, um, I'll get to that in a minute. So the reason why I'm doing this auto, I use this tool because I needed this to share with my leadership at JFHU Doden. So currently I work for a Navy 06 and then my senior rady is a senior raider, excuse me, is an army 07. So both of them will be advised by an air force 06, but the depiction of my promotion boards within this tool is service agnostic. They understand that like, Oh, my, my promotion board is coming up. And so they know they have a certain responsibility within that process. So I took it upon myself to make sure I need to educate them exactly on where here's all my records. Cause uh, I found out that no one was reading them and no one has necessarily given them this kind of summary snapshot. Like I'm used to just being an air force wing for the majority of my career. And then just, yeah, everybody knows what we're looking at. And, uh, um, it's just common, uh, language and common, um, forms and processes for us to follow, but I have to make sure I'm not in that environment anymore. So, uh, if you want to take care of your career, take care of yourself and make sure that you're setting yourself for the best opportunities you can. So again, doing my homework and due diligence to make sure that they understand where I've been and where, what are some of the recommended places I need to go to inform not only my assignment here, but also, uh, my upcoming air force promotion boards and school boards where I'm coming up, I'm eligible to compete. So as I make these performance plans, one important thing that I've always done, I've always done it since, since I've been in because yeah, since I've been in is making sure your personal and family situation is calculated. And so, um, what that means is as I generate the plan, I also not only talk to my supervisor, I also talk with my wife, uh, Gina about it. And we make sure we're on the same page as far as here's some stuff that's coming up and where I could and couldn't go and certain opportunities just so she's aware. Um, I don't want her to feel like she's, she's out of the loop. I can tell, I am very sure there, there are points of the conversation where she just trusts in me and, uh, um, we've had a great air force career so far, but other it's, it doesn't mean I don't talk to her definitely with the age of our children becoming a growing factor. That's the whole reason why we came here. I needed my, 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 uh, leadership was vectoring me towards a joint job because I didn't have any joint, uh, service time, any on my, uh, on my uh, records. And then I was looking for a job where I could stay theoretically stay for three years, or at least my family could stay for three years. So our daughter, Lana only had to attend two high schools. So all of those things have always been immediately uh, calculated into my uh, uh, professional uh, development plan. When you, some, some of the auto calculating tools. So the one that I have also provides as areas where you need to be taking inventory where you've been, to inform where you need to go. So in other words, it's like for uh, for the officers, we have our serfs and it kind of shows like, it's just a uh, performance uh, history record, right? So it shows all your assignments. It shows all the jobs you performed, shows any medals or decorations you've earned. It shows what schools you've attended and completed, both in residence and, and uh, um, by correspondence. It shows if you deployed, it shows all, all those things in one easy, just couple page document. 
And so what you could do is you can translate those things into this other tool. That way it's just on literally one piece of paper. And so um, what you can see on mine is my career model growing up as a, a base level comm squadron dude, my career model emphasized breadth, uh, to infor- breadth over depth to inform increased level of responsibility. The newer models are the opposite. They're going to emphasize depth over breadth, which I actually agree. I think the idea of the, the network ops, OCO, DCO, and uh, um, uh, tactical operations categories within the 17 deltas makes sense. And so, uh, um, especially for the CGOs, I think they're going to create some really good leaders in an upcoming, or even now, generation, and they're going to keep on getting better because they're going to be driven towards opportunities to leverage their skill sets. So I'm very happy with that change. Um, so I mentioned before, as I did this inventory, there was a glaring hole like it, it, uh, that I didn't have any joint service time, which is why I have a job here at JFXU Doden. Um, I'm also aware that, some, that people can make 06 without having any joint time, but I was advised to move in that direction. And um, I think I, I still believe in my leadership, still believe in whenever I work for them now, and I found a location accordingly to serve. Along the way, when you do this tool, you can also develop different plans and courses of action to get to the next level. And so if you're a CGO, you know, there's different kind of branches and sequels you could be uh, jobs you can be going for. So you can be a branch or section chief, and then eventually you can be a flight commander. Um, you know, depending on what, when you, if you've already checked the box at a certain ones, there's different levels though, right? You could be a smaller flight commander versus a large flight commander. And within your respective function communities, I'm pretty sure you understand which one of those are indicative of like, yeah, this one is a larger scope of responsibility versus this one, which is more appropriate for a junior CGO. Same thing when you move to field grade officer ranks, you can become a you know, direct, director of operations, a boarded position, the legit one, not the fake ones that just say assistant DO or some made up one. You could be a division chief or a staff officer. There's definitely places where that are responsibilities commensurate with your rank yet still inform a certain trajectory where you need to go so when you have all these branches and sequels you need to develop different plans on how you can get to that which means that your boss should be looking out for opportunities for you be like oh i'm going to try and maneuver you into this position to be so now for me for instance the highest i can go is an 05 i believe anyway is a deputy division chief so because all the division chiefs are 06s 06 positions anyway so unless there, there is an opportunity that, that opens up. I don't believe I can serve in there. I am fully, I believe I firmly am capable of serving as division chief. But as of right now, especially in the joint environment, those things are specifically run for, with 06s for a reason. And so I don't know if I'll get that opportunity, but we'll see. I, I'll, I'll, if someone gives me opportunity, I know, I know I'm going to uh, kick ass at it. So after you develop all these COAs, you have a good inventory of where you've been and where you want to go. Again, you're supposed to be looking ahead the next two to three years. And so this is where you and your supervisor develop your plans in order to um, what should be the next jobs and how you can get there. The super important portion of this whole piece is uh, on the very bottom where it captures the last push lines of your last three OPRs to inform the story of where leadership believes you can perform next. So I'm not going to get into the semantics as far as stratifications. Those are important. Uh, Awards, those are important. But in general, this should be where your leadership is writing down exactly where they think you should be going next um, and even the next next step. And it should be part of a cohesive story. So for me, I've had consistent pushes for joint jobs. um, And so that's why I'm here. And then recently I was uh, earned 
uh, a push for group command. So group command is inherently an 06 position, and so that's indicative to the boards that like uh, Gabe is assuming I don't fuck it up anymore soon, sooner than later. That uh, I should be uh, within well position to make the rank of 06, probably on time. I don't believe I'm going to make it early, but uh, I think, and I've never had that. Uh, I never had that uh, drive to try and make it early. I just I've always said I want to make it on time at a 20 year point. So that's going to be really good. So again, using a developed plan with your supervisor to clearly draw out the next two to three years. And it's very important for you to write it down. Um, writing down goals has is, is been proven just to be something that makes it a reality as far as just getting out of your head. Maybe you're constantly referring, not constantly referring to it, refer it back to it once or twice a year, just like I said earlier. Just making sure that here's the goals I don't want to do. You have a plan for it. All right, cool. It's accounted for. And then you go back to doing your job. That's what you should be focusing on anyway. And so my... Uh, my wrap-up for this episode is just some of the recommendations I have. So again, use an automated tool to inform timing of school and promotion boards. Uh, you can email me, find me in my, my mail.mil or my Air Force uh, email address, or send me a message via Facebook, and I'll send you a copy at least of what the uh, the 17 Deltas use as far as what we, um, somebody on the assignment to develop this PDF, and it's a really, really cool tool. So it just does a bunch of work for you. And again, I will probably once I relaunch my website, uh, which I'm currently working on the side right now, and I'll be relaunching next month. I'm gonna I'm shooting for a target no later than my birthday. So potentially when I turn the totality of four decades old, I will relaunch a website. It will that'd be really funny just to relaunch it to make it look like GeoCities, like some old. No, I'm not gonna do that. But uh, it's gonna be a new website starting next month. Be aware of your plans, but don't become obsessive. Um, what I mean by that is if you make it all, if your team's going to start knowing when all of a sudden you start making jobs, making actions and taking, taking things and out of job preservation, because you're so, I need to preserve my, my next step. I want to get to this next dope, almost like to the point where you're throwing people under the bus right now and stepping over them to try and get to the next step for your own self. Like don't, don't be an asshole. Don't be that kind of leader. Uh, we don't need those kind of people in the air force. I would say uh, spend time doing a good job, not trying to find a job to look good. Uh, you should make sure your leadership is taking care of that for you or giving you feedback as to why you haven't earned that support yet. So just because you believe you think you're ready for something, you probably need to make sure that the people in the right position also share that same mindset. Because I can believe I can do all kinds of stuff. But uh, for the most... Yeah, for the most part, when I go talk to them, it's gra some of that my recommendations and my belief is grounded in reality. There are other indicators of performance or I have leadership backing. And so I don't just come out of it's not like I'm a lieutenant and believe I can just perform as an 05. Like, no, no, no. I, I've I'm I've been exposed to enough 06 sort of uh, dealings and, and the responsibilities that they have. And I'm very confident I can uh, take on those roles. And so um, but. I will also ask for my leadership for feedback as to how I can improve because I always have that. Everybody does. And then how I can make sure um, I avoid some of the mistakes they have or just overcome some issues that I have with my own leadership style. And then uh, so a lot of the, this deliberate planning requires thinking a little bit of thinking, deliberate thinking, and then move back to action. And that's what I kind of did over my career. Again, I don't really think of my career planning that much, but when I do, I use tools and my uh, the experiences of the leaders that I work for in order to come up with the best plan. On the way back from New York, actually on the way to and the way back from New York, I think there was one specific line from some classic New York hip hop that kind of inspired today's episode. So, so if we're talking about classic New York hip hop, obviously I'm talking about Wu Tang Clan and uh, from uh, their classic album. Uh, 
uh, enter the thirty enter the thirty six chambers. Um, there's a there's a line in there. It says uh, it's from it's from a Shaw Brothers movie, from a kung fu movie, and the line is the game of chess is like a sword fight. You must think first before you move. And then th- that whole as soon as that line came off, my eyes grew big. I think I was almost I was falling asleep on the subway or on the tr- Amtrak train back. But that song came on. I was like, oh, here we go. And then I finished off my notes for this uh, episode. So again. Um, Hopefully some of this uh, this advice and tools will help you develop your plan. If you don't have an active mentor and you're looking for one, you can reach out to me. and I'll, I'm more than happy to kind of look over some notes and see where you're at and maybe ask. If you're not necessarily a comm officer, I'll, I'll phone a friend and get some other advice from uh, people in the field that I know that are, uh, you know, that can speak smartly to your specific function, but more than happy to provide some mentoring and advice should you need it. So it's going to conclude uh, this week's episode. So, I think the next time, I'm not sure, to be honest, if I'm going to publish any between Christmas and New Year's. I may take the time to just spend the, spend the time appropriately with my family, hanging out, doing my things here. It's going to be a good Christmas and New Year's. Maybe uh, do some stuff in the background to relaunch my website, um, get some more progress made on my book. And then, so we'll see. Uh, I may do a quick, a quick episode, but if not, I look forward to seeing all of you next year and hope all of you have a safe holiday season. Peace. This is Gabe Brock, and thanks for tuning in to the Breaking Red podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review so we can improve our work and deliver the best content possible. You can find our community platforms on Facebook and YouTube by searching for Breaking Red podcast. Keep up with weekly content at our website, projectrise.co, and you can find me on Instagram at, at gaybrock01. Like, follow, and share Breaking Red podcast content everywhere possible, both the good and the bad. Join our conversations with other rising military leaders that aren't afraid to break red and learn how to rise to your potential. Thank you.